You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Sports Day for Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year, and Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Yeah, good evening, Malcolm Blight and David Wildey, Sports Day SA, Moving House. Use a team that's easy and affordable. We're talking budget car and truck rental, 13 27 27. Get on the road faster, 13 27 27. Well, it was good for one of the South Australian teams, the Adelaide Crows. Not so for Port Adelaide. Probably thought that was their second or third worst performance for the year. They, they got smoked by 38 points and it could have been worse as a welcome, the great man, Malcolm Blight. Bloody, how are you? Uh, good, thanks, David. Yeah, um, I've had a... Good day, cool day, but a lovely day at bit of uh, golf. Yeah, at Royal Adelaide with some uh, great course with Tony Simons. Remember Tony? Simo, yeah, yeah. played a lot against Simo. Yeah, yeah, good player too. Yeah, and uh, I, I should say his boss for twenty three years. I mentioned his name before. He knows you, Matt Palmer. Yeah, Marty Palmer. Marty, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah he's a good man too. So. Yeah, he's been in the uh, he's been in the industry for a long while, yeah. Simo now. But uh, yeah, um, what do you make of the the games? Uh, let's start with Port Adelaide and. A few rumblings coming out of Port with David Kosh. Does, does Koshy just stir the pot or do you want to play your grab? Yeah. Uh, Rowie uh, and, and Timmy G played it before, but this is interesting because you think when the coaches woody, coulde, shoulde, and this comes out. Obviously, this year will be the worst finish that we've had in the last 10 years and something's got to change. But that's a whole of program decision. Like the AFL isn't all about individuals. It's about comparing programs with programs. And we've got to get better. We've got to make some hard decisions. We will assess every single line item in the football department at the end of the year when it's appropriate. When we do every year, we have a thorough assessment of our program. We look at the new IP we need to bring in and how we get better. Yeah, well... Um, that's not quite saying everything's going to be rosy and everything's going to stay as is. I, I, I just think Port have had a year they would rather forget. And a I think year from hell, really. Yeah, yeah, it has. And I just think with, uh, and that's a reference to the coach, which it always is, Ken Hinckley, obviously, whether some players go on, we know that's there's going to be some judgments made on those. But I would have thought one down year in 10-ish, you know, probably eight, is, is not a bad record. You, it, I, I personally... Don't think that that should happen. What he might need is another couple of voices around him, just throw some other ideas in, which is fine. But I think he should finish what he started. Well, I think the last few years, 7, 10, 10, 3, 3, whatever it is this yeah. year. But who only end up on eight wins. I mean, that who would have thought? You no. could not see that coming. No, you couldn't. And you talk about checking out. I think second half, Port checked out. I mean, Richard on a good side. You love Shea Bolton. I mean, the oh. one, he, watching him live, yeah. he's as good as he, Good as anybody going around. I was hoping to see the Rosie Bolton show. Connor hurt his leg or his knee. Yeah, his, he did. Yeah, he missed a bit of the game, yeah. and, but he'll be okay, we think. So, 
Yeah, interesting with Port Adelaide. Um, they, they need all hands on deck next year, and they need to add to that because if they only keep that squad, I can't see them, you know, improving too much at all. I think they could have a bit more luck, maybe with injury early yeah, and, yeah. and or and or. You still got to add to that. You still uh, got to add to that team. I tell you what, if you stay the same, you go, you go backwards. backwards. Yeah, so Crows, you. Yeah, I told you the green shoots are coming. Um, it was exciting watching. Can I just say though, Josh Kennedy, what a star he's been. One of my favourite players, I reckon, the last fifteen years. Now, McAdam, I thought, played his best game. I was really keen on McAdam. Murphy really contributed. Fogarty, we know, we've been been talking about him for six or eight weeks now. Berry, your boy, I I thought he was fantastic early. When you say my boy, I was calling Berry when he wasn't getting much of the ball, but you could see a little bit, couldn't you? Now he he believes. Just very quickly, you had Fogarty in your ratings. You were very harsh on a few of the boys before, but fair. I think you had him three and a half to four, his output. Yeah, that was early in the season. What is it now? Five and a half. Five and a half to six? six? Yeah, five and a half, pushing up 5.75. In other words, he's just starting to put a, a body of work together, which is terrific. When you get to six, mate, you get a game every week and you're very good. Hinge, I thought, was good again. Saligo, David, you're another one of your, my boys too, but your boys. Not hard to like no, him, though, is it? He had 86% effectiveness. Every time he touches it, he actually tries to use it and Worrell continues to impress. Well, we talk about, I mean, they have been lucky with injury. Is it only Phil Thorpe? And Rochelle that would go on that side? Yeah. In form. In form. Yeah. Uh, Sloan, if he obviously oh, yeah, yeah. that's a decision we made when Rory comes back. But, but that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven kids. Youngies. Really, yeah, I mean, really young. And don't forget there's still roughly, and I haven't even mentioned Butts, who tries his guts out at full back every week. So I mean I And Murray, Murray's Murray a, and Parnell. I mean he's Parnell. a little he's a good little guy too. But I mean, those boys are starting to put some work together. It's it's almost a pity now there's going to be two games to go. Uh, they're, they're, but that's good. They'll have they'll have big pre-seasons. Funny, a month ago, everybody was even someone calling for Nixie's head, saying there's no improvement. I, I wasn't sure a month ago whether there was improvement, but what I'm seeing now, they're, they're far more consistent. Very rarely get blown away, Adelaide. No. Do they? And no. They beat Carlton. I know you're not a fan of Carlton at the moment. Very slow on plotters, but um, yeah, it's a good finish of the year. Yeah, David, can I just say something? I mean, the, the biggest story of the last week and has been the camp, the Adelaide Crows camp, and a lot of people said a lot of things. I just want to say something on it, which, which I find a, a bit strange to me. Now, we know what happened is morally wrong, right? No one can agree with it, right? The, for those bits that are morally wrong, they're yeah. wrong. No question about that. The thing I found interesting in listening to Bryce Gibbs Saturday morning he got a call. He said, I got a call from a counsellor about his child. prior to the camp. So this is the same thing that Eddie Betts yep. talked about, Josh Jenkins talked yep. about. Yep. There's two things. Did every player get asked that from the counsellor? And secondly, who is the counsellor? And thirdly, was it a club order or the people that yeah. ran the camp? Yeah. Do you understand? I find this thing a bit all mysterious. Who is this counsellor? Where did that order come from? I would have to think. It would come from the camp coordinators to, to use that in there, what they're doing. Who would have thought of that? I don't think Adelaide, but I don't think Adelaide, the people at Adelaide wouldn't have known what was going on there. So, um, and that, that's, that is the sticking point. The one that really is, is not, if you, if you're asking about someone's childhood and, and it's been a, hasn't been great, as Gibbs said, I had a great childhood. Um, so did Sloan. Sloan's the same thing. The guys that didn't obviously cuts to the core, but they used that. Against them, who would have thought of doing that? I, I, you'd have to think it was a um, collective minds, wouldn't you? As part of their, uh, and that's the okay, thing that you know irritates what, you. Know what I, you know, I would have told them to go and get stuffed. 
Well, I reckon a lot of people, and I reckon had it been me, I wouldn't have told them anything. I just said, no, I'm fine. Of course not. Why, why, would, you, why, why, would, you... why tell someone you don't know yeah. in the thoughts which could be used against you in a camp? Oh, well, I didn't. I, I, I just, That's yeah. interesting. Um, has that question been asked? I haven't heard anyone. No. I, I, I just find the whole th- that, that there might be the link to what happened. So, Or was the counsellor and, and collective minds together? Was, that, was that part of it? Yeah. Are they part of the system? Yeah, I, I don't it's, know. There's, there's some, no, there's I'm some si- dots I'm there. I'm sick of it. I just hope it goes away. Yeah, well, so do I, David. But, I mean, I just, that it's still after Bryce said that, I thought, hang on, they must have rung everybody. Well, as I said, I said on the way, um, last Thursday, Blight, if everyone apologised to everyone that wants an apology, hopefully that could, you know you get what you yeah, want. No, sorry, but sorry. it's got to be a sincere apology. Yeah, of course. Um, hello, Troy. Hey, boys. Um, I assume you heard Josh Jenkins' statement last Friday. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was absolutely brilliant by the young fella. Um, I'm not going to harp on it, boys. You know the ins and outs. Josh was on SCN Radio again today and said a few more things. But, you know, that'll come out in the wash. But I would like to... I ring for another reason, but I would like to say that Tex Walker, Taylor Walker was the captain, but as far as I'm concerned, and I'm not going to betray you, Blake, you're very intelligent, as far as I'm concerned, Josh Jenkins was the actual leader for that, you know, period. Um, boys, what a rank. I heard David Costa's comment earlier in the day, and you played it again at the beginning of the show. Now, they've played 20 games. They've won 40%. Um, surely they got now... Good, bad, otherwise, positive, negative. Surely to God, whether they win one, lose one, win two, lose two, does that really make any difference to the end result? Like if they have a review on that, boys? No, it's a good question. Two games? Yeah, no, you're right. It's not about the two games. It's about the body of work this year because the last two years, other than losing two preliminary finals... Been very good. Been very good, so... It is about the body of work this year. Two bad losses, I think, might could if, if you're thinking either way, could teeter one way or another. If they get smashed by Essendon, yeah, and the Crows who have been below them all year, it could make a difference. But I, you say he's got a contract. I mean, yep. he's got a contract. Do they mean anything these days? I'll tell you what, David, and I've been through it, and most coaches have. At some stage, if you stick around this game too long, someone will get you somewhere because that's the way it happens. But I'll tell you now, if someone on the board doesn't want Ken Hinckley coaching. He'll be talking to people now and trying to get yeah. people on there to change their mind. So, and you know what? That just may snowball itself out. Here we go, Tom. Hi, Tom. Yeah, how you going, Bloody? Good, mate. Good. Yeah, I just want to get a quick vision. We go um, about Carlton quickly. I'll say a couple of things. Yep. Oh, the only thing, the only thing that got right this was the Guernseys. Apart from that, yeah, the stupid white white they were in last year now. Now, with Carlton, I'm starting to get... Um, they're, they're coming along, but the problem with Carlton, apart from... They have to be careful. Just to get better, the other clubs are getting better too. I, I've, I've been watching, because I've got Fox the Roos, they're not as bad as what they are. Yep. And you've got Colin, are they going to maybe be okay? So what I'm saying with Carlton, yeah, they've improved, but they're going to have to get better. And the problem with Carlton... They haven't got a lot of run-on. They need more run-on players to help Walsh too. And and the thing is, and also for looking at next year, 
my personal opinion, Zach Williams, because now they've got the big contracts in here, there's a big talk next year, Carl Kerno and Mackay. I will off I'll, I'll, I'll offload Zach Williams. I'll let, you know, I'll let you know why. He was overrated. Yes, they heard about how good he was, but Carl made a big mistake paying him what nearly seven fifty whatever or thing, and I'll be I'll be given uh, Sylvania next contract, but he's starting to come along. I'll be paying maybe him six. Okay, yeah, well, I, I, one of the specifics. one of the things is. Uh, with Carlton, their percentage at the moment is 109, so they're a bit better than some of those below them. But they, they've got to – I just looked it up. They've got to play Melbourne and Collingwood in the next two rounds. So mm. they are in all trouble. I just think their speed through the midfield's not there, Dave. No Crips for a couple of weeks. No. Oh, no. no. So you got two weeks. Yeah. Tyre Power thinks safety this August. Get the five-minute tyre safety check at your local tyre power. And Lumo SA, powering local footy and fans in South Australia. Switch to Lumo today. Sports Day for Kias, EV6 and Sportage. Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Yeah, let's have a look at the coaches' votes. AFL Adelaide Auto 4, 4x4, 15% off the first purchase. Get 15% off your first purchase right up until September the 30th. We've got the coaches' votes. Yeah, we have uh, Port Adelaide and Richmond. Shy Bolton got the best. What a player. And uh, no, Port Adelaide's uh, featured. Prestia, Nankervis, Cochin, Lynch and Rioli. So that's about right. I thought Nankervis was almost yeah. the best player on the ground. Yeah, that, that's fair. And the... West Coast v Adelaide, no real surprise. The bloke kicks eight goals. Yeah, Josh Kennedy got it. Darcy Fogarty got second best with seven. Laird, six. Tom Barras played well on uh, Walker. Jordan Dawson. And Nick Natanui got one each, which was a bit of a surprise with Nick Nat. And, yeah, and the leaderboard, uh, Took Miller uh, from Gold Coast, Lockie Neal, Clayton Oliver, Christian Truck, all within two, two votes. votes. And and Cripps has gone now with a, a couple of weeks. Connor Rosie right there too. Wouldn't have got any votes because of his uh, knee. his knee. But uh, Andrew Bray Andrew Brayshaw's got to be a, a rough shot too. I think at the the middle. Uh, Kia top seven Australia's most wanted the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage car of the year. We've sort of done a joint one here, Malcolm. Yep. If I can find, I went my seventh today. Was just seeing all the young kids coming through with the. You know, you've got Darcy. All the kids, yeah. Uh, you got Dacos. Yep. Uh, young Burgoyne, I thought, was really good as well. So really good to see the, the father-sons uh, going there. Number six, Josh Kennedy. You're a forward. You've yeah, I'd, I'd said eight goals. I would have given him I would have given him six for eight. He was brilliant. He, he actually jumped two places on yeah, the ladder yeah, see, in his yeah. last game. Yeah, I saw that. So um, um, number three, when you see a player close up live like Shea Bolton, you can't grab him. He did get caught holding the ball once, but he's incredible. Yeah, and when he's... he realised just how he, what, he had nine shots at goal. Yeah, no, he's a lovely player. Absolutely brilliant. Freakish. A Turner Gamer played a pretty good one too. Rory Leds very rarely played a poor game. He'll win the best and fairest at the Crows, you think? Oh, I think by, and I think the only one that could go close is Dawson, but I think yeah. Leds just yeah. consistency outstanding. Now, number five and number six, Malcolm, Collingwood and Geelong, is it 11 or 12 on the trot? 11? Yeah, it is. I had well, I had those two as well. We're sharing them today. I've got Collingwood are chirping, and also I've got the cats a purring. purring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how did you know that? That's uh, that was mine. Yeah. Well, that as we said, arguably the two coach of the year. We'll talk about that with Sam Fantasia, the AFL of the week that was. And I thought Commonwealth Games is so many great performances in in the pool. We saw the cricketers, um, the girls get up and win that. Fantastic. Uh, the uh, the hockey side were. The girls just beaten, which is a bit sad there. Would have loved a gold medal. But Ollie Hoare. Yeah. 1,500-metre goal. Bruce went berserk. Yeah. Bruce was beside himself. It's and so run, was Ollie. It? Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah. And it's 
bit unlucky. Peter Bowl couldn't quite get there, but a terrific run as well. Well, you know what I did? My bottom three, we, we don't, it was fantastic to see the Commonwealth Games bronze winners, silver winners, and gold winners. Was it the thousand gold yeah, medals? Gold medals yeah. Games? yeah. Do you have a pick of them? Do you like the pool? Do you like athletics? No, I like the gold ones myself hanging around your neck. You'd be, you'd be pretty used to that too, no doubt about that. Hey, you've still got a big show to come. Brad Gotts, West Adelaide, a oh, terrific yeah. win. Had coming good. Looking forward to that uh, with Brad Gotts. And Sam Fantasia, we've got the week that was some really good games and I would have thought some really poor games, but it started Friday night and that was the best game when Melbourne played Collingwood. Sports Day for Kia's EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Weeks Homes, discover different, discover exceptional customer service. Great company weeks, but time now for our AFL weekend talking points with Samuel Frank Fantasia. Thank you, David Lachlan Wildey. Hello, Malcolm, Jack, Blight. It's all thanks to Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Thanking Australia for making Polaris Australia's number one selling side-by-side Brand 21 years in a row. Can, can I say hello? You may. Hello. Hello, hello Malcolm. Hello, hello. Malcolm. Welcome back to your show. Last week, <laughs> last week you came in and we, we had all these great games, all the high scoring. Yeah. Most of the games, I reckon, on the weekend were awful. A lot of them just fizzled out after halftime. Awful. Mm-hmm. Yep. I suppose yeah. it's who, who matched up. But where do you want to start? Uh, we'll start on Friday nights. And uh, 89, the uh, Demons lost to Collingwood 96. and uh, That was the good game. That was a great game. It was a cracker. Well. Can't, they can't keep doing it, Colin. They can't. That, that's top. Look, look at that. That my top line. They can't keep getting away with it. They can't, David. They believe. And oh, how yeah. far can you know what's going to happen? I've never seen anyone believe this long. You know what's <laughs> going to happen? They'll get to a final and they'll lose by points. Well, yeah. You watch. Yeah. They'll lose their first game <laughs> yeah. under a goal, yeah. but. But at least you know what you get with Collingwood. You get effort, even yeah. effort. I, I love the way they go about, it, and I love the uh, McRae as a as a coach too. I think done a fantastic. Would, would he be coach of the year? Easily. If they finish where they are... They finish top four. Well, if they finish top four, yeah. Or second, or second. second, second I, I think if they finish top six, he's coach of the year from, Is he? you know, pre-season. Who, who else, who hey, else would you Chris have Scott? up there? Chris Scott. Chris Scott's going to oh, be up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I think from where Collingwood have come from, mm. he'd be my coach of the year for, and as Bolly said, finish top two. Wow. Yeah, yeah. No, that, good that were good. Scott. But I always felt Melbourne were going to win that game. Yeah. Watching, yeah. I, I went out for dinner, but I came home and taped and set up it's about two o'clock, and and what's a fantastic? Someone asked me at golf today. What do you think Nathan Buckley would be thinking I've, about of I've this? I've said that to you before yeah. privately. Um, Buckley was a a dour, uh, defensive mind uh, coach. They played the boundaries, wouldn't go through the centre. Um, I mean, he appears to be okay when he does a few of the games and yeah. talks about. He, he, in fact, he appears to have a bit of a weight off his shoulders, Bucks. But I think in, inwardly, he'd be thinking, "Geez." Look what this guy's done without without a lot of uh, extra gear. They got Nick Dacos. That's it. They've lost Grundy for the year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I reckon they're worse off than what they were. I mean, how would you? You'd be thinking, gee, yeah, maybe I, I can't coach. No, maybe. <laughs> I think I've heard him say that he's uh, he's set up the stepping stones for you know. Oh, did he? Yeah, thing, I thought so he would have said something. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's, yeah. A, it's a good angle to take. Yeah, we, we didn't we, we go we through the corridor. We never did that. No. Um, yeah. uh, we'll move on to Saturday in Launceston. The Hawks beat Gold. Post, uh, yeah. they yeah they finished off the sun season officially and uh, how good's Jack Gunston? He's oh, come he's good, good. come good. His dad no, good passed player. away yeah. a few weeks ago. He's missed a couple of weeks. Come back and kicked a six and a five, I think. But yeah. I thought a pretty average game, bloody. I think it's a few of those on the on the weekend. And Gold Coast, I reckon, just about keys in the rack. Yeah, they, it is. Too many injuries. Like, yeah, they lost half their backline. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're sadly done. 
GWS defeated Essendon 96 to 69. Non-event. I was, trying to, event. To, I was yeah. trying to I was trying to flick this one over just to see, but the Kellys, those sort of blokes, Whitfield, even uh, the fellow at centre forward, uh, Hogan played well. Uh, Hogan played well, yeah. So I was flicking backwards and forwards, and I thought, oh, geez, they're older players. After being checking out from the coach Mark McVay last week, check back in. Yep. Yeah, but you can't pick and choose when you check in, can oh, you? Oh, you're not supposed to. No. Or if not, you go through the front desk. The concierge will help you sometimes. I think both pretty ordinary teams. When you look at the real yeah. upper echelon of the four, top four or five in particular, because I know Blighty's gone off Carlton, but those teams are just round the mark, yeah. And That's Essendon, where they are. Essendon take on Port Adelaide next week. They and, could win uh, there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say uh, Port Adelaide might be played into some form, but um, you're right, it is a probably genuine 50 Well, they do play Marvel Wednesday. well. Yeah, Marvel. So yeah. I'd probably even... Chip Essendon probably against Port next week. Jeez. Uh, Freo guaranteed final spots for the first time since 2015 after beating the Doggies 78 to 95 at Marvel Stadium. Again, a nice away win. Good game from Rory Lobb. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? He's supposed to be moving too, isn't he? To, to the Doggies. Yeah, but he's 29 years of age. Was, oh, he, he, he picks and chooses. But I did hear a great comment. Only Malcolm Blight could have kicked the four goals he kicked. They were brilliant. All outside. They were all outside 50. And Dunstall said that's the best uh, 200 metres of kicks in four he's seen. It was yeah, unbelievable. They, yeah, they were. And they were all be and on about, the boundary. Yeah, but what about the two you missed in front? Yeah, well, I think you start. <laughs> that goes to your head. Uh, well, see, no one expects you to kick the ones no, on the boundary. Right. And some, I think you're nothing to lose when you, you know, if you miss those, oh, that's a tough shot. And none of them were after the sirens to win the game. No, that's right. But were the Bulldogs poor? Disappointing. Yeah, that, yeah, I think so too. I mean, I honestly felt they'd win that. Yeah. They had most of their players back. Yeah. I did like the signs of young Darcy. Took yeah. a couple of clunkers. He, he did, did ten he? marks. He's two hundred nine centimeters. Yeah. Can't be that tall. Yes, you can. <laughs> well, he is. Yeah, I, I looked at the start of the game. I actually turned the start just to see him. Yeah. Because you know, obviously, but he, move, he moves well. He actually moved guy. okay. Yeah. He's not quick, by the way. I probably wouldn't play him back. Backman yet either. Uh, He's got a bit to learn. They'll probably have him up the other end, yeah, help out Norton. Maybe, yeah. So, yeah, good call. Uh, the Cats beat St Kilda 110 to 65. Uh, another game that was sort of, you know, okay until half time and then just fizzled out. Cats. Yeah, the Cats just rest uh, Dangerfield, yeah, Selwood, Blixarbs, yeah. you know, get four or five it. out. Blighty, they're still good. Yeah, the Your thing, team, yeah. one of them. Well, the thing that interests me, the best players were the youngies, Holmes and DeConnig and uh, the other bloke. Well, the uh, youngies yeah, are yeah. actually pretty good for, they're, they're the actually been, for the Cats. Yeah, they've actually oh. contributing, those young blokes. Oh, I mean, been... they, they've got 9 or 10, 12 old ones, but, but actually the kids are, yeah, the youngies the kids. are going all right. And Zach yeah. Guthrie sort of, you know, transformed yeah. his game a little yeah. bit from yeah. a bit of Potter. Close. Yeah. Close is good. Stengel's been good. I mean, yeah. they'll do their part, don't they? That's what they you're going to do. Saints got to beat the Lions and the Swans to make the finals and hope good luck. other results good luck. go there. Yeah. They're not good enough, no, Sam. No. Seriously, they stink. <laughs> Probably a bit harsh. Take that back. A bit smelly. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's much better. Port Adelaide, 71, lost to Richmond, 109. Um, big third quarter from the Tigers. They kicked seven goals, four. Now, I, I've had my doubts about Richmond because Dustin Martin's been out. You know the igniter, I keep saying that word. And they do. Every now and again, the team just needs it. Shy Bolton. Five goals, four or four goals, five. Yeah, but but he's just he ignites them on his day. He's as good as anyone in the comp. Yeah. Mate, oh, yeah. he, he can, what about, he's, he can what I love. He can jump, he can mark, kick goals, he's quick, and he gets a ball himself. He kicked really the goal. Oh. After, he kicked a goal after the siren at quarter time, and one with five seconds to go at half time. But I was really disappointed. We spoke about at the top of the show. That was a bad loss. Port have been losing, but only losing by a goal or two. That was a hiding. 38 points, yeah. that was quite flattering, I thought. Richmond, far the better. So Tom Lynch is a massive part of their outfit, yeah, though, isn't he? He's a big man up yeah. forward. Do you reckon uh, Jack Rewald would go on? 
It's going to be an interesting call, isn't it? Do you win a premiership with him there or you get another? See, Cumberland's come in and yeah, kick goals. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, think, I think he's got every right to play on because his form's not awful. No. And Cochin, I thought, was really good too. Yeah. Played a good game. One more year for both of them. Yeah, I, th- I think so. And you can do what um, Chris Scott does, manage him. Yeah. Don't play every game. Yeah. Don't need to play every game. Mm. Uh, it was uh, another game that after halftime just fizzled out. Seven goals for Nick Larkey, though. Uh, the results are North Melbourne, 88, lost to the Swans, 126. Malcolm's love child, Nick Larkey. Yeah, well, uh, him and uh, Zerha, yeah. I, I, I keep reading Zerha hasn't signed yet for North Melbourne. If, if, Wait and see the coach, maybe. Yeah, maybe Alistair Clarkson. There's, gee, there is words that he's going to go to North, not GWS. I think I'd rather get, if I was Clarko, I'd be going to North Melbourne too. So would I. Start so from even lower yeah, base, yeah. but getting the picks and that. Yeah. There were some uh, bad second-half errors, especially in the defensive half for North Melbourne as well. Yeah. Yeah. Kicking the, it straight to them. Yeah. What about they kicked to Buddy? And yeah. Yes, oh, big, big, yeah. Ben Mackay, though, pulled out before the yeah, game too. So great. that's yeah. a big out yeah. for them. Yeah, it was. Uh, Brisbane burst out of the blocks against the Blues, 114 to 81. They got up uh, two weeks for Paddy Cripps for the hit on Archie. Um, and Bruce, Blues are now in serious danger of missing the eight. They need to either beat the Demons or the Pies to secure the spot. Now, I watch most games, as best you can, uh, most weekends. I, until I saw Carlton live last week against the Crows, I, I think they're a really slow team. I, I, and, and I that walked conf- away. That confirmed what you saw. saw. When I saw them live and I thought, geez, the Crows are quick. And then the Crows have gone on, as we know. But Carlton are just a bit pedestrian in their speed around the ball. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. They're average. Uh, and uh, probably the most game watched game for us. JK kept it a close contest between yeah. Adelaide and the Eagles. The Crows looked quick, as you said. Actually, good game, wasn't it? It was, oh, in, it was swung to and fro. Yeah. Kennedy obviously the as we, of as we spoke about at the start of the show, the the shoots are now coming for Adelaide. Mm. And you know we, we won't you know all the names. Even the even the the Murphy baggers. He yeah. he's put in a good month. Yeah, he? he has. Yeah. And McHenry kicked a couple. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're all playing their part. Uh, but I do like Warrell, as I said. You yeah. see a. Uh, See some kids that take you on. He's certainly one that does. And Saligo, which we spoke about. Shout out to Rory Laird in game number 200. Oh, Brilliant. Yeah. Well done. Fantastic. If they'd won a few more games, I mean, he could easily win a medal. Too. He's been best every week. But they've only won the seven games. Yeah, but How I'd... many games did you win when you won the medal, Woodville? Uh, six, five, six. Well, he's, a cha- six. He's, he's a chance in. Yeah, six. He's been their best, him and Dawson? Maybe it was even five. Who knows? No, it was six, don't, I think. Doesn't matter. It's history now. Yeah, it is. How many goals you kick? Uh, that year, only 44, but I was playing resting in the back pocket. Yeah, right. Yeah. Only 44. In those days. That's when the Ruck Ravers you changed down back. back. All right, thank you, boys. Well done, Sam. Yeah, well done, Sammy. So a couple of good games, but probably the best game was the first and the second best game, the last bloody. Yep. West Coast, Adelaide and, uh, and, and Melbourne, Collingwood. If you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you out. Just head to ICanWin.com.au. You can win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. A quick break. Brad Gotch will join us from West Adelaide. They had a really good win. Well done, Westie. Sports Day. For Kias, EV6 and Sportage. Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA. Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Malcolm Light and David Woody for weeks. Weeks homes discover different. And Australia's most wanted. We're talking cars here. Not the criminals. The Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Car of the Year. Well, time now to speak to a man I think would be pretty happy with the last month. When you're coaching and you get a lot of uh, L's or losses against your name, you think, gee, where's the wing? next wing going to come? Well, they've had two in their last four and they've been also uh, very close, close, close in other others, games. Yeah. And we're talking about West Adelaide coach uh, Brad Gotts coming off the back of a terrific uh, win against South Adelaide and particularly last quarter, uh, four out of the last five goals. Brad, how are you? 
Yeah, good. Thanks, Dave. Congratulations. Um, let's go back to that. When you when you rack up losses and how do you keep the enthusiasm and the spirit and that when uh, the winds aren't coming? We know they have in the in the last month and your form has been really good. But how do you keep all that to keep the guys, you know, with a bit of interest and, and more so a bit of hope? Yeah, it's an interesting one. We're, we're probably just relying on the culture that we were building because I clearly feel like this year I rejigged the club by losing a few good players. We lost our best and fairest, Kane Stevens, and Elliot Duncan went to South Adelaide, who was one of our good juniors, and also Mitch DeVal went to the Eagles. So we knew we were resetting a little bit. We picked up Caden Brand and also Hamish Hartlett as experienced recruits, but we just couldn't all get them on the park at the at the one time. And it's only just been coming together a little bit in the last probably couple of months where they're getting some more game time going. So we've been sticking with our plan of you know building an identity where... We're trying to be seen by the competition as a team that's hard to play against. And clearly the last couple of months, we've uh, pushed a couple of the good teams and been able to get a couple of wins. So it's been really pleasing. And you'd be pleased when you look at year to year, I went through your results, not many what I'd call thrashings, hardly any. I mean, you're in the games, you you know, four or five goals might be a bad defeat for you at the moment, whereas in the past could be a lot more. So you you can sort of come down in, in stages, can't you? Improve in stages and then hopefully turn around the other way. It's a good observation, Dave, because one of the losses we had was 68 against Norwood, and I had COVID, so I, was, I wasn't actually there over at Port Lincoln, and you know, I felt really helpless that day, and we just lost our way a little bit. Home Charlotte went off at halftime with a hammy too, which didn't help, and Norwood, Norwood were a good team, and they, they, they took hold of us that day. The other big loss was North Adelaide, where we lost by 70, but at three-quarter time, we were only like 35 points down, and I said to the boys, do you want to go for a win, or do you want to try and just hold the game here. And they said, no, we should go for the win. Well, North kicked five goals in about 12 minutes yeah. with us trying to yeah. win the game. So it was a bit my fault, I felt. So I took, as, as Blighty would know, I took a little bit of responsibility for that one because I felt I felt a little bit bad to the boys, you know, that I sort of opened them up because we really went for it rather than tried to shut the game down. So, yeah, so a couple of little lessons there, but otherwise we've been really competitive. And, you know, we lost to Glenelg twice, one by five points, I five think points, another yeah. by nine. Mm. Yep. And nine. So we've been, yeah, yeah. And even half, I think at half time we were leading the Eagles and also Adelaide in the last couple of months. And we pushed Port up at Loxton when they had Charlie Dixon and about 18 listed players to about four goals. So, yeah, it's been, there's been a lot of positivity. So I've tried to play on that rather than go negative. Yeah. Well, I, you know what? I don't, I would never blame anyone for going for the win. And I, I think sometimes, Brad, you can actually learn a lot about yourself and, and a teammate and even the coaching group. When you actually do that, when you do open yourself up, I reckon you open yourself up for criticism, but you also open yourself up to learn something. Exactly, body, and I felt like that's what happened a little bit on the weekend because at half twenty, I think we we're two points up at half time against South. Then they came out and had a good third quarter, and we just couldn't quite work out a few little things that were working for us. South sort of got on top of, especially guys like Broadbent and Haynes that are so critical to their offense. So they kicked a few goals on us, but at three-quarter time, we decided to go a little bit of a different way and shut the game down a bit more and then hopefully um, just try a couple of little things. We had two inexperienced Ruckman against Brooksby. Yeah, good luck. And I had yeah. one of them forward and one on the ball, and I decided to take one of them off and go, you know, oh. just off the bench with the Rucks and go yes. a smaller forward line and, and keep them, lengthen the ground a bit and sort of keep them at home. Yep. And you wouldn't believe it, but the guys that we did that, we had, I think, uh, Gore went to Broadband who was causing the dramas, and he kicked two goals, and then Steele came on the ground as a smaller forward and kicked two. 
So in, in an amazing hand, sometimes you look like a genius as a coach when a couple of things come <laughs> off. So it just it just went for us, yeah, which was really pleasing because we deserved that, I thought. Yeah, it, it is true that, isn't it? I reckon two or three times a year, if, you know, if you're on the ball, you get lucky as a coach, you know, just making the yep. move at the right... It's all about the players doing it, but sometimes you actually pull the right rein. So it's always good when that comes off. I was going to ask you about that. Look, Brad, you've been in the game a long time, obviously very good playing career. Now coaching, you've, you know, you've been coaching a long, long time. You've, you've yes. seen this game change. You, you know, you're at the forefront of going from player to what we've got now in most competitions, you know, with the accent on team defence. How, yep. how have you changed with that mo, modus operandi as we talk about going forward? Yeah, well, I think there's a, there's a balance of what you can do. You sort of feel like tactically as a coach you can influence what goes on with the game these days because it's how you structure up and, and the instructions you give to your to your players of how to play. And then and that's where, like, on the weekend we were we were taking the plus one a little bit in the first half and it was working okay. And then South Adelaide worked out what was going on with some experienced campaigners. They got a bit more aggressive with that that spare that they had and was pushing forward a lot more, which was a little bit harder because we, we had a guy sort of sitting behind the ball. So it sort of changes tactically in what you can do. So from that point of view... You know, then, then we shut that down and made it a little bit more of a one-on-one game and just tried to take them on. So you can sort of see there are examples of how you actually structure up. And even in the last couple of minutes when we hit the front, you know, what, what do you do, Blighty? You're trying to save the game and, you know, you, you put a spare behind as the opposition mounted up. Do you then do another one? Do you put the extra into stoppage? You know, it was really interesting. I got a bit of education tonight that I'll show the boys because we haven't been used to this sort of situation yeah, where yeah. you get in front with two minutes to go. What what do you do? So we, we tried two different things and we're a little bit fortunate with a couple of stuff because some of the forwards didn't quite understand forward of the ball, how to, how to structure up, you know, when you're trying to push extras behind so or, or extras into stoppage. So it was really interesting. So we'll, we'll go to work on that tonight. But I, I think as coaches, we can influence a fair bit with the, the structure and the intent and the instructions that you give to your players of, do you really want to go for it? Do you want to be safe? Do you want to play boundary, you know? Do you want to take corridor on? There's a lot that we can do, and it comes down to how we instruct, I think. West Adelaide coach Brad Gotch, our guest. At the Sandford, there's been a lot of cuts the last few years. COVID's obviously impeded things. Um, it's tough out there in clubland. As your your club, Brad, West Adelaide, uh, resources, recruitment, help, uh, how is it? How is it for you And uh, to, to move forward? Do you need more? I mean, you're getting what you need, or...? Can that be improved? Well, the Sample's working hard to increase the salary cap, which will be very handy because then we can put some more time into some new recruits and also to reward the guys that are actually here at the moment because they've taken, you know, how it got cut in half. So they've taken some pretty severe cuts for the amount of time and commitment that you expect out of them. So I know the Sample's working hard towards that. We were fortunate. We we put our eggs in one basket a little bit last year because we've got Brand and Hartlett to, you know, some experienced campaigners to come in and help us and so a fair bit of the, the salary cap goes into them, which means some other guys had to forego some stuff and that was nice because a couple of those guys were leaders, you know, like Keo and Hill that have been around for a long time are playing for the love of the club a bit more rather than for the money. So, yeah, it would be handy to get it, get a bit more in that salary cap, but also we have a lot of good people that do help us, so there's, yep. there's no dramas in that regard. We've got some good recruiting people and guys like Derek Bonner and and David Tidswell and Wayne Seekman, they do a lot of good work behind the scenes. Mid-season draft can hurt. You lost Carmichael. He goes to Collingwood and looks a, a ready-made <laughs> player. Um, tell us about him. Are you, are you surprised at what his output has been? Or we think, no, I always thought he could, could play there? 
Well, it's interesting because he's gone and he, he never got flustered playing for us this year. He only played the six or seven games for us and then he goes, gets invited into the state squad and actually played okay in that state game. So you knew he's got a good temperament. He's a bit of a see-ball, get-ball sort of guy. But, yeah, look, he stood up in the big moments with the Pies and he's gone over there and he didn't win a game with us and then he caught over us and lost one with Collingwood. <laughs> Quite remarkable, really. Yeah, yeah, but, like, he doesn't overthink it. He plays a bit on instinct. It's been really good for him. But he, 188, 189 centimetres, can run, thump and kick. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be really good. I think he's a bit of a steal. It's been a good get by Derek Hahn, that's for sure. Yeah, Brad, um, you're in your second year at West Adelaide. Obviously, this job was given to you or you took it on, both agreed to it. It wasn't going to finish overnight. It wasn't going to start rosy, was it? It wasn't nothing about a gift of a football club for this is to you. <laughs> and I've, I've actually, you know, I've been there too, mate. And she's bloody hard work. But the the end result, if you can get up and you know play in finals and all that sort of stuff, I mean, it'd be well worth it. So you, you've taken it on, knowing this this wasn't going to be easy, and it's going to be a few years. Yeah, it's interesting you say that, boy, because I must admit I took it on thinking. I don't know if you know much about my history, but I've coached only 400 games, you know, of Sandful and TOC and VFL and all that sort of stuff. So I actually came in thinking I could make a difference a bit quicker, like I did at South in the first year. Yeah. I took them from second last to preliminary final in one year, but I, I didn't realise the deep-seated problem there, you know, that the fact that they'd won the last couple of wooden spoons and they hadn't been a very good team for the last five or six years. But I, I probably wasn't coming in thinking that but look, you know, it has been a bit of an eye-opener. There's a bit of legacy of a losing syndrome, I believe, here. So I you know, had to go about the business of observing a bit last year and people wouldn't know, but we, we actually employed, you know, some psychological help this year. And I think that's really helped us, you know, but it's time yeah. to sort of to work through it all. And we're, we're starting to get the rewards now. And that's why halfway through the year I said to the board, let's just be patient because they're saying, when are you going to win? And I said, look, we'll win when we're ready. And uh, unfortunately, that didn't come until the last few weeks. So it hasn't been ideal. And we won, We lost 26 games in a row, you know, 13 last year, 13 this year. But hopefully the green shoots are starting to show now. One, one last one. Uh, I saw Jackson Edwards had some good numbers. And you dream about playing AFL footy. You've got a father that's played 300 games. He, he comes back. Um, how, how's, how's he been? Um, I'm presuming that is Jackson Edwards. That's Tyson's son with you. Um, and oh, yeah, how's, yeah, yeah. how's he gone about it? Yeah, it's been great to have him because I actually worked with Tyson at Port Adelaide a few years back. And, yeah, so I, I knew Tyson as a youngster. And I think his dad's been keen for him to get under tutelage for, for a fair while, you know, and the coaching side back to West Adelaide where his dad came from as well. I think it's been a, a great fit for both. Both have been for him. Uh, Jackson's an interesting character. because he's got a lot of talent. And I think it was a little bit to do with between the years with him as well because there's no one that works harder than him. And uh, it was just a bit more about, you know, trying to get him to perform week in, week out, being consistent, because he works really hard at his game. And yep. he's had a great year for us, and he's been a really good pickup. Yeah, well, great stuff, Brad. Well done. Your last month's been good. Uh, maybe get another win or two. And uh, as we said, it's always nice to see the, the teams at the bottom working their way up. And uh, it's been a good month for you. Well done. Yeah, no, thanks a lot. Well, we've got, we've got North Adelaide this week, the top of the table, and then <laughs> Norwood in the last game. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. We've got a bit of a free hit. As we talk about, wouldn't you, Glidey? A bit oh, of a free hit with absolutely. the coach in the next few weeks. So, yeah, hopefully, you, you, won't well. be, you won't be beating my team, Brad. No, the just, whole just, go for, <laughs> just go for the win in the last three minutes of the game, mate, when you're four goals up. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Good on you, James. Thanks a lot.
Brad Gotch, our guest. And now for your chance to win a corporate box experience for you and a mate at the Adelaide Oval, enter at iCanWin.com.au. Malcolm, that's it for us. Uh, Crows were good. Josh Kennedy was probably better. <laughs> yeah. um, Port, we spoke about. They are they, uh, not going along that nice. They could end up on eight wins. Who would have thought that? Yeah, that's they could, true. They could be beaten by Essendon and by the Crows the way things are going. Yeah, no, it just hasn't turned out from hasn't they? Started poorly and, and it looks as though they're going to finish poorly. Well, they've, you know, they're struggling along. But as you mentioned, the Crows, uh, those green shoots are starting to come, David. And uh, what you saw about Carlton, you did not like at oh, all. No, not at all. Not at all. That's slow. Yeah, they are. Plotters. Yep. I said that. I think St Kilda in the same, bit of the same boat. Yeah. Got some good players, but there's just so, doesn't, doesn't seem to be that zip. And Cripps gets two weeks. Yeah. Oh, well. You think that was the case? I always thought that. Yeah. Well, they, they'll go. They'll Do have they? a look at it, won't they? Sure. Well, yeah, maybe. Expert car service, book online at repcoservice.com. Um, good to see you again, Bloody. You said your golf wasn't that great today. No, it wasn't. You know the good thing? can always get better. <laughs> That's exactly. And we'll do it all again tomorrow between 6 and 7. Bye for now. Bye, David. Sports Day. For Kias, EV6 and Sportage. Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91